And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully, you guys are having a terrific week. A great show for you today. I was joined by my brother, Nick Lindquist. And uh, Nick and I laid out about a thousand reasons why Donald Trump cannot be the Republican nominee in 2024 and why he's running the worst campaign I've ever seen. Um, If you're a child who... um, who gets offended by opinions that you don't necessarily agree with, maybe skip this show. If you're an adult, I think uh, I think you'll like it. <laughs> Before we get to Nick, guys, if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter at NoGimmicksPod. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure to subscribe. If you are an Apple user, please take a few seconds to leave us a five-star rating and a good review. We'd really appreciate that. And if you like the show and want to get involved, you can support us monthly over on Patreon, patreon.com slash the NoGimmicksPodcast. All right, without further ado, the great Nick Lindquist. All right, guys, we're here with my brother, Nick Lindquist. Nick, how you been, man? I've been great. How about you, Brady? I've been fantastic. So um, you ready to make some friends on the Internet, my friend? Yeah, yeah, let's make all of the <laughs> friends today. Ready to just unite Twitter? I'm yeah. ready, man. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready, too. <sighs> Former President Donald Trump, in my opinion, is not running a presidential campaign anymore. He's running a kamikaze mission. Um, if he were trying to hand the presidency in every congressional seat to the Democrats in 2024, if he was doing that intentionally, what exactly would he be doing different? I mean, he's praising Andrew Cuomo, a literal fascist tyrant responsible for the deaths of 5,000 old people, and trashing his own press secretary, Kayleigh McEnany, for no reason. I mean, the man is deranged, clearly doesn't care about anybody but himself, which is you know, par for the course in Washington, D.C., unfortunately. We already knew that. But he's getting worse and worse at running for president, like by the day. Like his campaign is like, it, it's getting, it's making less and less sense. It's appealing to fewer and fewer people by the day, maybe even by the hour. I mean, who knows what he's, you know, you know, with his ridiculous 80-year-old brain tweeting over at Truth Social right now. Like he's probably making it worse as we speak. But, man, I... Sorry to go so hard right off the bat at Donald Trump, but I'm just over this, man. I'm over it. I'm I, like, you see the writing on the wall here. You know what's going to happen if this man is the Republican nominee. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, it's it's sad because I had a higher estimation of Trump like three months ago than I do now. Because since DeSantis has been, even before he announced, we all knew he was going to run, and so did Trump. I mean, they have the same circle of people uh in a looser sense now around them and so they both knew what was going to happen and that's why he's been railing so hard against DeSantis which in my in my view was a, a stupid idea to begin with because he he expended all of his usable ammo against DeSantis before he even announced and when you announce that's when the burst of support comes through so he should have saved all of that like but this is this just goes back to the point of he's not thinking strategically. He's just this deranged bull in a china shop that's uh, breaking everything and punching from the left, which is also a very interesting development because, you know, 
I think we can all agree when Trump ran in 2016, he was a very different person. He was, you know, promising to secure the nation and, uh, you know, rid us of all of our ailments. And now he doesn't have a real record to run on because anything he did during his administration either was bad. You know, there there were some definitely some bad stuff like, you know, his record on the Second Amendment, his record on COVID, um, his record on spending. And he really has no leg to stand on besides punching left. And typically, typically a candidate like or or a former a political uh, leader like that would just choose not to run again. But but Trump Trump decided to run again, and I get it. He still thinks he has a big enough base to get him through again. But I think that base is just shrinking by the day. I mean, I really don't think it's as big as people think it is. No, it's absolutely not. No, you're 100% right. And I mean, look, people, and Andrew Cuomo, <laughs> really? Like you're gonna go and I mean just yeah. look at this past week, man. Andrew Cuomo, Bill Crystal, the New York Times, CNN, the Lincoln Project, Gavin Newsom, Joe Biden, and the View all want Donald Trump to be the nominee. Okay? It's unanimous among the worst people on earth <laughs> that that Donald Trump should be the, the nominee in twenty twenty four. So are you with Bill Crystal, Andrew Cuomo, Joe Biden in the New York Times, or do you actually want to beat Democrats? Like that's the question I have for you, Trump supporter. Like are you with Bill Crystal? Are you with the Democrats, or do you want to beat them? Do you want to make Bill right. Crystal and Joe Biden happy, or do you want to beat Democrats? I mean, like, look at the Trump campaign, man. Like, this is not a winning campaign. You can't—he doesn't have the people around him that's necessary to win a general election. I mean, like, dude, it's Laura Loomer, Alex Bruzewitz, and Roger Stone, okay? Crim, <laughs> cringe memes, yeah. lies about COVID. You think that you think you think Alex Bruzewitz, Laura Loomer, and a bunch of lies about Andrew Cuomo are going to beat Joe Biden in the Democrat machine? You think that can beat Democrats, or do you just like it because the cringe memes make you feel validated on Twitter? Because they can't win, man. They can't win. Yeah. I get that. You know, it's 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 a lot of Republicans like thinking that all these elections are stolen and Trump really won and he's the real president and all that. Like. Stop trying to make yourself feel better, man. You're an adult. Have some self-respect. That message is not going to win. Laura Loomer and Roger Stone is not a winning campaign staff. Okay, right. these people. It's like they're not even trying to win because there's no downside to losing, right? They still keep cash and checks as the Democrats burn the country down. Like, There's no downside for Donald Trump. There's only a downside for us. Yep. Yeah, and, and that's actually important to note is especially with Alex Bruzewitz and the whole X strategies camp is part of the reason they're doing this is it's their meal ticket. Like without Trump, they've gone so deep into this that they would never get work again from any serious candidate. So they're forced to wheel and deal with Trump, the people around Trump. Um, I've even seen disclosures of, strategies taking money from foreign countries like Turkey um, or, or people tied to those countries. I can't, I can't um, verify that, but, but like, yeah, these people, they, they're literally just doing this because this is their last chance. They don't have anywhere else to turn if things go south for Trump. So they're becoming more unhinged and deranged 
and making it worse for themselves and also showing normal people like, oh, these people are psychopaths. Like, these are not normal people. Yeah, man. Like, how do you how would you appeal to independence? How like how, look at look at yeah. Trump's campaign. Like they're they're trying to appeal to such a tiny sliver of the electorate. Yeah. Like white men under the age of thirty five. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Who are online all the time. It's like, guys, that's just not that many voters. You know, and and you're totally right about extrats and, and all those guys. But like here's the thing. Like I'm I'm way more radical than than the most radical politician any of you listening at home like, right? Like I'm <laughs> I'm to the right of everyone in office, okay? Yes. And I'm more like I'm I'm literally an anarcho capitalist, right? Like I'm I'm more right wing and I'm more libertarian than anybody who's ever held office in the United States, or maybe anywhere else on Earth ever, okay? <laughs> so it's like, and when I when I tell the truth about how awful the Trump campaign is. I get like, oh, you're establishment. Oh, you're a, uh, a neocon. You're a rhino. I'm like, R- me? <laughs> like, re- really? There's, <laughs> there's thousands of hours of my commentary. There's hundreds of articles I've written. Like, Google me, bro. Like, trust me, that line of attack is just not going to work on your boy. But, like, you have to understand, with the, the grifter class that has sprung out of, like, the MAGA movement. And I was I was optimistic about a lot of these people because a lot of them at least claim to be anti-war. They claim to, to you know, really come out hard against the, the COVID lockdowns. They, you know, they, they're against illegal immigration. They're, they're against abortion and all the stuff that I agree with. I'm like, cool, awesome. Like, maybe these people can, like, Carrie Lake and Blake Masters and these, maybe they'll win and they can start, edging out that the rhinos like the the mitch mcconnell class who's just the enemy i mean they're they're essentially just democrats at this point with an r next to their name and i was like maybe these maybe this will be a really good thing moving forward for the republican party and that just didn't work okay it did not pan out like that and let's just look at carrie lake as an example she talked a big game about you know fighting legal immigration fighting woke capital stopping the democrats electoral tricks and all all of that and then she runs the dumbest campaign possible and loses she literally said in arizona that she doesn't want mccain voters to vote for her <laughs> it's, right. like, it's like dude right. john mccain was a senator for arizona for 40 years i mean he's extremely popular still in that state I, i'm an anti-war anarchist nick you think what do you think i have to say about john mccain think i'm defending john mccain of course <laughs> no, not. not at all but I'm also not a complete but idiot, so yeah. yeah, like I'm not a moron. So let's say if I were running for a statewide office, let's say in Arizona, maybe I wouldn't piss off the voters I needed to win. But she never cared about winning because that's not what it's about, you know. Like she cer- she certainly doesn't care about the people of Arizona because look look what happened. She gets to pull a Stacey Abrams, claim she's the governor without actually having to be governor because that's a hard job. <laughs> You know what I mean? She yes. gets to make millions of dollars, give speeches, sell books, be popular on social media. She gets to be famous and hang out with Donald Trump and all that. If you're Carrie Lake, losing's great. That's essentially the best case scenario. It just sucks yeah. if you live in Arizona because now you have a communist boot on your neck for the next four years. It's like, my goodness, it's all fun and games to Donald Trump, to Donald Trump's kids, to to Alex Bruzewitz and Laura Loomer and Carrie Lake and Blake Masters. It's all fun and games because these people make money. These people get famous. It just sucks if you live in one of these states. It sucks to be an American taxpayer because they're not looking out for you. They're looking out for themselves. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and, and it's also important to note these people lost when the Republicans had probably the biggest upper hand almost in history because ever. ever yeah yeah 
because Democrats, I mean, this was, remember, 2022. The president has only... late stage Alzheimer's. Yeah, like that, that's who yeah, you're running against. He's got Alzheimer's and Democrats like ruined the country through COVID, which was very recent. I mean, in some parts of the country that was still going on. Um, like we had the biggest upper hand we could have had and these people still blew it. And, and, and not to mention um, Trump personally backed a lot of the people that lost like uh, Herschel Walker and like Carrie Lake, Dr. Oz, Dr. Oz and, and, uh, and Blake masters. And like, he personally campaigned for all these people. He helped them fundraise. I mean, even though a lot of that money was going to himself, but like these people all lost and then he threw them all under the bus. Yeah. I mean, even Carrie Lake, he threw her under the bus recently. Yep. And it's like, I tweeted this recently. I was like, like who has benefited from being loyal to Trump besides Dr. Fauci? Like, yeah. Who, who, like, who has, who has reaped the rewards of being loyal to Donald Trump? And I can name maybe one serious person and that is Ken Paxton, but who knows? I mean, if he gets impeached, or I mean the Saudis, I guess you could throw in the Saudis, yeah, the Saudis. Yeah, like whatever. Yeah, uh, Bob Iger, maybe. Right. Um, <laughs> BlackRock CEO. Right. You know, like all these, like it's just never paid off, and I think a lot of people see the writing on the walls. Besides, for some reason, Nikki Haley, she, I think she thinks she might become VP or something. If, like, I think the whole reason she got in this race is to kamikaze herself for Donald Trump and with the hopes of somehow getting into the administration. But I think she's just going to be Chris Christie and just completely be uh, like banned from, from entering the white house. If he somehow pulled this off. The thing is about Nikki Haley and, and you're, you're right. I mean, everyone running who isn't named Ron DeSantis is running to try to be Trump's VP. Yeah. Um, even Tim Scott. Even yeah. Tim Scott. But like, but also it's going back to the 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 grifting man. Like, it's it's same with Carrie Lake running for for governor. If you're Nikki Haley, there's no downside to running for president. You get to hurt right. Ron DeSantis's campaign. You get to try to suck up to Donald Trump. Maybe he'll give you a sweet appointment, you know. And then if you lose. Well, I mean, you get to make more money and write more books because you're keeping your name in the news. I mean, she hasn't right. been governor for ten years. Nobody cares about a a, a, a uh, ambassador to the UN. Like that's, I mean, that's that position it's shouldn't even job. exist. I mean, nobody cares about that. Nobody's gonna remember a Nikki Haley speech in New York. Like, are you kidding me? And so this, she gets to make money, fundraise for a future run for you know, I don't know, her old seat as governor or a Senate seat or something like that. I mean, it's like there's no downside, man. The only people that are hurt by this is us is that is the citizens, right. the taxpayers. I mean, these people know like, yeah, I get to make money, fundraise, sell books. Maybe I get to be Donald Trump's VP and, you know, keep my name in the news and be famous. I mean, it, like, that's it. Like these people do not care about you. It, it's all, it's just a grift, man. My goodness. And like, yeah, it, you know, before, I, I don't know. It, we've seen it before where there's way too many candidates in the race. Obviously, starting in 2016, it just it, it became ridiculous. There were 17 Republicans, I think. I think the Democrats beat that in 2020. I think there was over 20 <laughs> candidates running. But it's like these people learned the exact wrong. Le you know, I forget who I was talking to on Twitter the other day that uh, was like, did these also rands learn nothing from 2016? Did they learn nothing? I'm like, no, no. 
they they learned that they can make money and be famous. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Right. They learned their lesson. They learned that there's no downside to running for president and losing, or running for any office and losing. Where you know, pre twenty years ago or so, dude, it was like a huge mark. If you ran for office and lost, you were like cursed politically. You know yeah. what I mean? Like people looked down on you. Like it was like a mark against you. Like people were not going to take you serious in the future if you if you ran and lost. So people were really hesitant to run for office, and that's just not the case because all the incentives are there to run. Because who cares? Who cares if you lose? You know, Nick and yeah. Brady and their families have to pay more money to the government. But I mean, screw it. I'm rich anyway. Who cares? You know. So it's like that. These people do not care, man. And even Trump will be fine if he loses. Like th- this is a huge problem that's becoming worse than it was before. And I mean, I think you're right. Like around the turn of the century, this started becoming a thing where, you know, if you run for president and lose, it's okay because oftentimes you weren't even qualified to run to begin with. So you get the name recognition uh, boost. You get the money from your campaign to invest in a future campaign. You get the book deal. You get the media attention and you can actually raise your profile. And I wish we would go back to the days where, if you ran for office and lost, you were humiliated and made fun of and bullied because yeah. that is the only way to avoid um, having these people think it's okay to do that in the future. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. Like, bully losers. Yes. Again, please. Yes. And another question for Trump supporters. Will you guys ever, and I'm not trying to demean you. I love you people. I'm, I'm just offended on your behalf. All the MAGA people listening, like, I'm pissed off for you because Trump just keeps insulting your intelligence over and over, and you keep taking it. You keep taking it. I just want you to respect yourself. My goodness. Will you people demand ever, will you ever demand that Donald Trump takes responsibility for anything? Because he's, he's telling you, I will never take responsibility for anything I have done. Are you content to believe the lies forever, or will you demand accountability? The man ruined millions of lives, people I know, in 2020 by refusing to fire Anthony Fauci, refusing to stand up against the lockdowns. I mean, he destroyed—he could have saved lives, man. I know people who have overdosed, people who have committed suicide because of this. Yep. Okay? Like, and that could have been prevented if Donald Trump had some balls and fired Anthony Fauci and Deborah Burks and all these monsters. Okay? If he said, no, we're not shutting down the American economy, you idiots. But he didn't. Because he and he told Fox News after he left office he didn't want to make the Democrats mad. Really? So you just, well, well, screw the global economy then, because you wouldn't want to make the New York Times mad. Your buddy Maggie Haberman, you don't want to make her mad. My goodness, are you going to hold this man accountable or not? It's just lie after lie, excuse after excuse. The losses in 2018 weren't his fault. The losses in 2020 weren't his fault. The losses in 2022 weren't his fault. Really? R- really? Are you are you grown man going to believe? That nothing is ever Donald Trump's fault. Like, that's your guy. The guy that says the buck stops literally anywhere besides his desk. It's pathetic. Yes. Grown men don't behave like this. Like, what would your family think if you made excuses for all of your flaws and refused to apologize or change anything ever? What would you think if a family member behaved like that? What would you think if a friend behaved like that? You wouldn't put up with this from your neighbor or your dad or your brother or your city councilman or your mayor. Or the guy at the grocery store. Why? Why are you willing to put up with this from a, a billionaire who wants to be the most powerful man on earth again? It's ridiculous. 
Like, and yeah. you think you're helping Trump by believing the lies and parroting the lies and, and refusing to hold him accountable? No, if, if anything is going to make Donald Trump a better president, it would be holding his feet to the fire, holding him accountable. Like, what is wrong with these people, man? Yeah, and uh, I I like what you said about the, the MAGA base because <clears throat> I I love them too. Like, the thing is, these people are not bad people. They're some of the best people in the country, but they're being fed lies, and it's somehow sticking with them. Like, I feel bad. I wish I, wish I could more effectively show people who are still backing Trump, who are honest, hardworking people, that this is not good. Like he is not the same person that you fell in love with, excuse me, in 2016. Um, He's a completely different person. He is completely running his campaign with grifters. He is surrounded by grifters. Like that's basically only people around him anymore because everyone else has been thrown under the bus. And I just wish we could open our eyes to this. And COVID is the perfect example because like you were saying, a lot of people overdosed. A lot of people developed depression. Uh, a lot of people turned to alcohol. But also, a lot of people lost their jobs um, because of Anthony Fauci and what Donald Trump allowed to happen to the country. Because that created a recession in itself. Um, just the actions from the federal government and state governments. And honestly, I lost my job uh, right after COVID happened. Luckily, I came out on the other side better than I was before, but, but like a lot of people's lives were ruined by that. And that was a perfect example of Trump not being able to handle the task he has in front of him. Um, and, and we just need to look for other options. Like you shouldn't be beholden to anyone in politics. They will all uh, throw you right under the bus at the drop of a hat. If it becomes expedient for them, even DeSantis, I mean, you can't trust anyone in politics. You have to trust what they're doing and saying. Um, and if they change, you got to drop them or you got to hold them accountable and force them to say, you're right. I was wrong. Let's fix this and let's change things. Absolutely. And politics is transactional. And and like, like you mentioned, you're 100 percent correct. All politicians are degenerate psychopaths. Yeah, every, every like, one of them. Yeah. If you think. Like, you have to be a crazy person to think that you should be president. Yes. Like, personally, I don't think there I don't think there should be a president for that reason, <laughs> because it, it attracts sociopaths, right? Like, DeSantis is probably a sociopath, too. Who knows? They all are. But, like, politics is transactional. You're choosing between sociopaths. But Trump isn't giving you—like, what is he giving you anymore? Like, what is he bringing to the table? He was bringing something to the table in 2016 and in 2020, but he's not anymore. And this is beside the fact that he can't win, which is kind of the only thing that matters, if we're being honest, but I'm just setting that aside for now. He's just a Democrat now, for goodness sakes. He's attacking DeSantis yeah. from the left on everything. Okay, so it's like, if if you're going to vote for a, a egomaniac with no principles, at least vote for a right-wing e- egomaniac with no principles. Trump ac- agrees with CNN and the New York Times and Joe Biden on COVID lockdowns. He said Cuomo, a communist, handled COVID well. Okay, He agrees with (laughs) Joe Biden and Andrew Cuomo in the New York Times and CNN on economics. He's bragging about how he would never touch entitlements. He'd rather just destroy the economy. He'd rather just let Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid become insolvent and have those checks to old people stop abruptly because the country's bankrupt. He'd rather do that than actually roll up his sleeves and go to work. 
Okay? Yeah. I mean, my, my goodness, he agrees with the groomers at Disney because Bob Iger, Disney CEO, CEO is buddies with him. Okay? He agrees with the left. I mean, he, he I guess Bud Light or Anheuser-Busch donated some money to him in 2020, so he said, ah, don't, don't boycott Bud Light. Really? Like, So it's like he's not bringing anything to the table on the issues that are important to his own supporters. So it's like these people, I just, it's heartbreaking watching the Stockholm Syndrome. I mean, this cult, yeah. this cult mentality among a lot of Trump supporters, it's like you guys are so much better than this, you're smarter than this. Just have some respect for yourself, man. Have some, like Trump does not care about you. He doesn't, he's basically just a Democrat at this point. He's not even right wing anymore. It's like, come on, guys. We have better options now. Like, what are you people doing? Like, what is it going to take? How many times does this man have to spit in your face and lie to you and insult your intelligence before you wake up and have some respect for yourself? Amen. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And it's not a situation where, like you were saying, we do have a viable candidate that's an alternative that would honestly probably be better than Trump's entire first term in office. Like, we have someone who's proven that he can take the administrative state and dismantle it because he's done it in his own state. Yeah. I mean, he's completely torn apart the public uh, university system and and started it from scratch. He has, uh, you know, he was one of the best governors through COVID. I mean, yes, Florida still did lock down. I can't, I got to give Trump credit on that. But they didn't lock down for long. And once they realized how bad of a decision that was, they said, okay, no, we're not doing this anymore. And they completely opened the state up again. And Trump, uh, atta- and Trump attacked both DeSantis and Brian Kemp in, in Georgia for opening the states. He said he shouldn't yes, stay locked down. Yes. Yeah, while he was president even, he was like, you know, he was urging red states to not open again. Yeah. Uh, we saw that in South Carolina too, actually, when we opened again. He was mad about that. Like, And, and, and DeSantis has also delivered on like, you know, the meat and potatoes issues. He's he's given us the biggest uh, tax cut in Florida history. He's, you know, he's reinvigorated the economy in Florida and made it stronger than ever before. Like, he has done all of the things that we need him to do, and not to mention his electoral success. Like, he scraped by his first election. His second election, he won by 1.5 million votes. He won back neighborhoods in Miami. He did the best with Latinos in history. Like, this guy is who we need in order to defeat Joe Biden. And it, this shouldn't even be hard. We're, we're talking about an 80-year-old man with dementia. Um, yeah. And yeah. If, if, if we have a candidate that we're not sure if they can beat an 80-year-old man with dementia, then he's off the table to begin with. Like, this is just a no-brainer. Yeah. I mean, like, you have women and independents who are telling you in every poll, I will vote for Alzheimer's over Donald Trump. Yes. Okay, like, they hate this man, <laughs> okay? And a lot of it was just the, the left's propaganda, corporate press propaganda and, and all that, and women are a lot more susceptible to propaganda than men, and we all know, you know this and that and the other. I understand that. It's not all Trump's fault, but a lot of it is. And you're not winning—like, Trump, he's not—him and Laura Loomer and Roger Stone are not winning those people back. It's just not—it's not going to happen. And then also— the problem Trump is running into, and this is he'd run into this problem even if he had a competent campaign staff, which he does not. But even if he did, he was going to run into this issue because Trump doesn't have a very good grasp on any of the issues or policies, you know? He just kind of talks. Yeah. He doesn't really have a great relationship with the truth. He likes to just get up there and just run his mouth, and if he's lying, he's lying. If he's telling the truth, he's telling the truth. He just, 
he doesn't even know the difference half the time. He's just going, you know, he's just talking. Yeah. It's just a stream of consciousness. But that works in 2016 when you're just a billionaire on TV with no political record. He was president of the United States for four years, man. Like, we, <laughs> we've, seen, we've, yep. got, we've seen the film. We've got the tape on the guy. Okay, so you can't be like, I secured the border. It's like, no, you didn't. I built the wall. Really? There's no wall. Yeah. Yeah, like what what like we we know you can't claim to be good on these issues when you you can't claim to oppose the deep state and then appoint Chris Ray. I mean like yeah. you did nothing. Like he did absolutely nothing to combat the deep state for 4 years. He just let them eat him alive. It's like dude, we have not only does DeSantis have a strong record as governor to point to and say this is what I'll do. Trump has a weak record as president to point to. Okay, like the first couple of years, he did a lot of good things, and then a lot of them were easily just erased by Joe Biden with a you know a pen and a phone on day one. But man, like you can't the whole like make America great again, build the wall, all this like it doesn't work when you were already president for four years and didn't get anything done, man. Like it's just yeah. not it's not a convincing, it's not a compelling argument whatsoever. Yeah, no, I mean that's a great point, and um, and you're right. Like he 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 had four years to do all of this. Why didn't it happen? Um, and also, you know, I saw this, uh, thread from, um, oh, what's his name? Pedro Gonzalez. He's been, he's been really hammering Trump on the, on the stuff. Yep. And he was talking about, you know, part of the issue with the Trump camp right now is it's all run by broken people like Laura Loomer and Roger Stone and even Donald Trump himself are fundamentally broken. Like, yeah. He's basically paying his wife to stay his wife. He, uh, yeah. They live completely separate lives. Laura Loomer is unmarried and has never been married and never had children. Um, and these are all little things, but they do matter because in order to actually have a stake in the game, you kind of, you need to have a healthy personal life. Like that actually does matter. And, you know, DeSantis has a beautiful wife who would do anything for him. He has children he has a healthy family life and friend life. Um, the people around him are the same. Like, we can't let the movement be, uh, we can't let the ship be steered by fundamentally broken and sociopathic people who only care about themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And you're right that these people don't have skin in the game, man. You know? And it's, it's yeah. you know, like, Trump does have a, a teenage son, Baron, I'm sure he loves his son. I'm not. I'm not saying he oh, doesn't, yeah, but I'm sure. it's like. But if you have five billion dollars or whatever, like you still don't really have skin of the game because like Trump's kids are gonna be fine no matter what. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they they have literally billions of dollars. Like it doesn't matter. Like Trump can just. I mean, if the world goes to hell in a handbasket, you just buy an island somewhere. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's like these people are are walled off. They're not. They're not connected to the suffering of everyday people when things go bad. And you know that, and that goes right back to like it doesn't matter if he loses to him, like he he'll probably make more money and be more famous and have a much easier life if he loses because being president's hard. <laughs> you yeah, know, I mean, you actually have to work. Yeah, yeah, it's not profitable. You lose money. You have to work twenty hours a day, and but he's living a pretty great life right now. Just you know, they 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 stole the election ballot boxes and all that it's like yeah and then all the everybody praises them online and and you know it's like man these people have no skin in the game you're you're absolutely right about that they are the campaigns run by broken people you're absolutely right about that it's just man it i can't believe that the trump campaign is this bad this quick 
It's like I'm yeah. I'm waiting for anything. Like I wouldn't be. I mean, I'd still support DeSantis over Trump because he's just better on everything. He's more right wing on everything. But like, I wouldn't be so opposed to Trump's candidacy, despite all the issues, despite all the degeneracy, personal issues, all of that. If he could win, <laughs> like right. if 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 the campaign was in any way competent, I wouldn't be so nervous, man. Because I really do view it as, like, we got to beat Trump in the primaries. Like, DeSantis has to beat Trump, or we have literally no chance at all of winning the general election. I think DeSantis would have a rough run in the general election, man. The Democrats spend twice as much money as Republicans. They obviously still have the entire corporate press running propaganda for them. Any Republican who's the nominee is going to have an uphill climb, man. But it's like, look at the Trump campaign. Even if you are a Trump supporter, just look at the campaign. Look at Trump's truth social posts. Look at his interviews. You, This man cannot win. He can't no. do it. And it doesn't even seem like he's really trying to. It's no, just, no. It, it's crazy, man. It, it's it's nuts. Totally just thinking about the primary and not thinking about what happens after that when he said all these things to win the primary, and then he has to explain it to literally all of America and not just his hardcore base. Like, this is not the move uh he's he's completely destroying himself and he's making it worse like again i you know i had a higher estimation of him a few months ago and i would be a lot more comfortable voting for him in a general than i am now i mean i'm still gonna do it if i have to but i know a lot of people won't even just regular republicans i i know a lot of them won't you know it's just he's he's destroyed himself over the course of the last few years um and it started with January 6th, which, you know, I have some controversial opinions about. But, um, you know, like, it's he, that wasn't the nail in the coffin for him. He could have redeemed himself, but he's he's done nothing to do that. No, no. I mean, he hasn't apologized for anything he's ever done. He hasn't changed anything. Yeah. I mean, he, and he could have, dude, like, he led his supporters into a trap on January 6th, man. He led yeah. them right into the teeth he of the FBI. Yeah. He let the FBI hammer his own supporters, and he didn't pardon them. Yeah. It's just like, can you at least apologize for that? <laughs> like, hey, Manny, I should have used pardon power on, on my supporters who are riding in solitary confinement for no reason. No. Nope. Yep. Because nothing's his fault. Yeah. It's very sad. It's it's just that it's that manipulation factor of his own base to the max. Um, it is sad, but... I, I guess we're here now and we have to deal with it. And I just don't see any path forward for him. You know, if he wins that primary, we lose the general election. There's just no doubt about that. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, that's the only, that's the only outcome. It's the only possible yeah. outcome. And I just, re- before we wrap it up, man, I, I know I've said this a few times, but I just want to reiterate again. And I, I know you feel the same way. It's like Trump supporters online, they get, they go crazy anytime you, criticize dear leader and just get super like personal and attack you and stuff like that and i'm sure we're walking into a lot of those attacks today i mean bring it on man i got broad shoulders i don't care what you people have to say (laughs) but uh i I can take it guys but like i i know i'm speaking for nick too like please don't take any of this as an affront to trump supporters like i love these are great people these are great hard-working americans these are my countrymen these are my brothers and sisters who i love okay like it is not I'm offended on their behalf. I'm not saying they're stupid for supporting Trump. I'm not I'm not insulting them at all. I'm saying why aren't you offended by what this man is doing to you? Like he's he's insulting you. Like he's laughing at you. He's spitting in your face. 
He's saying he doesn't care about any of the issues that are important to you and your family. It's like, that. that's such an insult, man. Like, watching Donald Trump insult his own base really, really makes me dislike him as a human being. Like, it's gross. Like, out of all this, I don't care about January 6th. I don't care about that. Yeah. Like a, yes. a little stroll through the Capitol building. Who cares? I don't give. I don't care about government property anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, shouldn't exist. I, I don't care about any of that. I don't care about you know. I like, guess police. I wish he didn't cheat on his wives and all that. But I don't like. I don't. I assume all politicians are degenerates. I don't care. I don't care about any of that stuff. I don't care about any of it. But just watching him insult my friends is like, dude. It is just a bridge too far, man. Like you just cannot yeah. treat your base like that. You cannot treat your people with the disdain that Donald Trump is treating. It's just, it's such an insult, man. It's gross. And I, I, I hope these people have enough respect for themselves and their own families to be like, all right, man, you can't bully me. You cannot insult my intelligence to my face. I'm not going to support you. Like you just can't, don't roll over for this guy, man. Like do not let somebody treat you like that. Doesn't matter who it is. You would not put up with this from your neighbor. Go knock him out. <laughs> like, you wouldn't right. put up... Like, if one of your friends was, was mistreating you like this, you'd punch him in the face. It's like, I just yep. don't get why these people are, are okay with it, man. It's like... I don't know, man. It's the... Cults of personality are dangerous, and I don't know, man. It just, it just blindfolds people. It's just really gross to watch. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad you said that, because I do want to reiterate, like, my problem isn't MAGA supporters. It's not ever. the base. Ever, yeah. Yeah, I... I Honestly, I'm more mad that he's manipulating them. Like, that's part of why I'm so mad at, at Donald Trump is because yeah. he's taking these good, honest people and, like, basically convincing them that he's still the same person when he's not. It's almost it's almost like a Stockholm Syndrome sort of situation. Like, we need to, we need to like, separate ourselves from politicians at a healthy distance. And when they start doing things wrong, we got to be able to cut him loose. Um, and Trump is evading that through lying and manipulating his base. And it makes me really mad. Yeah, man. Just don't be a chump guys. He's treating y'all yeah. like chumps. Don't be a chump for Trump. Seriously. Just don't do Amen. it. Nick, my brother, I, uh, I, this was a master class and how to make friends and influence people. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I have a lot of new friends today. I'm sure. Just Twitter, man. It's going to just melt Yeah, down. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can't wait. My brother, let's do this again soon. I always appreciate the time, man. Where can everybody uh, follow you online, keep in touch, all that good stuff? Well, after this episode, I'm hesitant to give up my Twitter <laughs> handle, but it is Nick underscore Lindquist, and then you can see my writings, my podcast appearances, et cetera, at nicklindquist.com. Direct all hate mail to Nick underscore Lindquist on Twitter. I'd appreciate that. <laughs> That's all I got for today. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back. Actually, I'm on vacation up at the cabin on Monday, so I'll be back on Wednesday. No gimmicks. Uh-huh.